This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was fighting, and our guest was Jen Curran. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiore. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 118. 118, Billy. Congratulations on getting this far. And congratulations to you. Thank you. And congratulations to me. Okay. Okay. So I'm glad one. that you can uh, shine a light on yourself. I wanted to cover all bases. Beautiful. 118, Bill. Yep. 117, You're... we talked pranks. Yeah, we talked pranks. We talked pranks. My dad was very happy that we name-dropped him and Frank's waiting. Did he appreciate it? Very much so. Has he seen a, a massive spike in his YouTube clicks? He signed to CAA. He oh, has great. A, he has a three-picture prank Amazing. deal. Amazing. Yep. He has his first movie coming out, I think it's tomorrow? He's the new Johnny Knoxville. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Frankie Knox. <laughs> Frankie Knox. Frankie Knox is his new uh, yes. Hollywood name. Yes. We also talked a lot last week, um, and I heard from both both of my parents mm. at length about this incident, uh, about uh, inflicting some prank pain uh, on one of our dearest, closest friends. Prank pie pain. Prank pie pain. What, were your, what was your parents' perspective on the prank pie pain? My mom giggled and wheezed through her giggles for minutes on the phone. Okay. She loved hearing about it, loved the way it was described, could really picture it. My dad felt very badly for Jen. That's Had it. true sympathy and empathy. My mom seemingly had none. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> that your mom was us at age 18 that's right. and your dad is us at age 34. I think that's exactly correct. Right. That's exactly right i felt remorse <laughs> you'd felt remorse retelling the story i was like this that was inappropriate <laughs> great story that was inappropriate yeah but we did it for the story right uh we well we kind of got lucky here Adam, yeah because we talked about her yes for 30 minutes of a 45 minute podcast yeah, last episode really the bulk of it so why not bring jen current yeah. to the studio yes we did. Yes. Jen Curran is with us today. Hi, Jen. Hello. Thank <laughs> you so much for having yeah. me. If you don't know Jen Curran, she has been a longtime uh, friend of ours forever. She's been on Harvard Sailing Team since its inception That's 12 correct. years ago. That's right. Uh, she's an incredible writer, incredible improviser. Yeah. And she now runs the Ruby Theater in Los Angeles. That's right. Formerly the Nerdist School. That's exactly right. And uh, what else can I say? At Jen Curran. Yeah. <laughs> I accept. I accept all follows. Do you accept that half-assed apology, or at least the recognition that I now feel guilty about throwing the pie in I'm your blown face? away that you have remorse. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm blown away. Really? Well, remember the banana lighting incident at my job? We touched on that. That's right. We did touch we on, on We did that. mention that. That's that, almost the one you should feel worse about. Definitely. <laughs> Especially because we didn't, t we didn't mention this. So we put candles in a banana, and we lit them on fire, and we got in an elevator, we went to Jen's job. The candles, <laughs> the candles didn't go out. They were no. trick candles. So there was no end to our prank. <laughs> Eternal flame. At one point, me and Adam had to just run to the corporate bathroom and put a banana under the faucet. This is in the fancy NYU Stern business office building. We walked into the building with a banana on fire and just repeated oh. the mantra, it's for Jen. It's for Jen. It's for Jen. The what are you guys the, doing here? It's for Jen. The dean of the entire place confronted you. Yeah, the dean. Was that the dean? Yes. Yeah. It's for Jen. He said, for what? You said her anniversary. <laughs> oh. He said, of what? You said. Jen. Jen. <laughs> That's it. I remember, we made, I remember we had that one plan where like if people like start asking us, who are you? What do you want? We're just going to say Jen and see where that goes. 
Jen. That was and, it, and it got us in. Yeah, it got we, us. It, got us it, it fully worked. Jen oh, worked. It worked. God. Jen worked. Yeah. My colleagues were like, "There are two boys here to see." You? There's two boys holding a flaming, a flaming fruit banana that are here. For By that you? point, the lobby had filled with smoke. Yeah, it was no longer flaming. You had. Jen, is it your anniversary? Jen. Your your (laughs) anniversary of your personhood. We've also touched on uh, Don Gigolo. Yes, yes, we have talked about Don Gigolo on this podcast as well. D-O-H-N Gigolo. Real estate magnet. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would play the role of Don Gigolo and find $5 million buildings in Manhattan and immediately point the real estate agent to my real estate broker. My real estate broker was Jen Kern. That's right. And so people would come. (laughs) They would call. Thinking they have a five million dollar sale townhouse, waiting for them. Upper East Side townhouse. They'd call Jen Curran. They'd say, "I spoke to Don. <laughs> Don who? Don Gigolo. Oh no, oh. lady, listen, listen. Oh. <laughs> this wasn't even a cell phone number you're giving out. This was a law firm I worked at. Right. You were God. giving the direct line to that. Well, legitimizes it. Whoopsie. These yeah. are voicemails I would get. Hi, I'm calling. My name's such and such rich man. I'm got a message from Don Gigolo. You know Gig- they're referring to their notes. Mr. Gigolo. <laughs> Mr. Gigolo, Don and Jake. I'd like to take a look at the whatever address you had yeah. given right. them. Right, yes. Yes. So that's uh, our brief history with Jen Curran. <laughs> yes. I'd like Prank to history. just a big umbrella of I'm sorry for my 20s. <laughs> that's sincere. We're sorry for our 20s. I'm sorry wow. for my 20s. Ooh. Yeah. I never thought I would, this moment would happen. <laughs> you owe me get... 20 bucks for a dry cleaning bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's right. Because her parka jacket smelled like Ready Whip. We mentioned that weeks. on the, I remember saying, I was like, <laughs> when we got into the cab after we threw a pie in you, and like we were all in good spirits, like you were probably in like slightly less good spirits but like overall this was a sign of um, a, an inappropriate way of saying we love you yeah let's say we're all jacked up it was a, yeah we just didn't yeah, know yeah. how to tell you we love you yeah right. but i remember we were sitting there and we're like wow i can't believe that pie thing actually worked out worked. and then my second thought was i know this is my perspective you have to understand i'm sorry <laughs> but i was out. like it actually worked out we got the pie in her face and then my second thought oh. was jen smells like pie jen smells like cream yeah like what, the, the fake was your sugary third thought she was coming out of a class with 30 other people who saw that was the plan. That wasn't my that third was the, thought. That was the z- thought zero. That was, that was patient that's zero. That's why we were there. Yeah, the, and wow. that's what we were apologizing for. You had to find that location. Yes. That wasn't an easy find. We that waited like there 11, for a while. 11th Ave? Yes. It was like Psycho way west. Yeah, we, we, we waited for a while. Right. Mm. And we were saying that we became the riffraff. We were there with other weird riffraff <laughs> until after a certain amount of time, who's we, the riffraff? Right. It's us. <laughs> I grew up always saying like weird recognize weird where it's like weird people will just find other weird people. That's right. And it just – that's what happens. But I'll also say, Jen, that psychos find psychos. <laughs> and I'm not just going to let you off the leash right now and be like, Jenner's our most moral, like ethical friend. Oh. And like that's why we chose her. No, you're a psycho too, you freaking psychopath. So you should... <laughs> psycho. I'm a psycho. We're all psycho. One of you called me and said, let's go pie him, I would have been like – here we go. Yes, yes that's right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yes, where and when. That's yes. exactly right. Um, so the only reason I bring that up and is calling all of us psychos is because today's episode, mm-hmm. we are going to try and cover fighting. 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 Fights. Fighting. fighting. Can mean a number of things. Yes. But it's appropriate to our guest, I would say, and correct me where I'm wrong, because, Jen, you don't uh, back down from a fight. That's right. Which I think is a nice quality. That's right. I that's think right. it's actually a pretty admirable quality. Yes. I'm an instigator. You're an instigator. So, that yeah, not only do you not back down, but sometimes you even veer into the territory of starting a fight. I'll start it. And that's start. an instigator. That's yep. right. And that's what an instigator does. That's right. Jen, yeah. have you always been so comfortable um, in the uncomfortable? With confrontation. Oh, what a great question. Yeah. Yes. I love chaos. As a I've kid? I've said that to you guys before, yes. I'm of sure. Of course. Yeah, I but love chaos. In the yes. first act of the No Joke Podcast, we like to talk about our experiences, our previous first experiences yes. with the subject. So growing up, if you like on the playground, if someone bullied you, would you like to give it right back to them or would you kind of uh, swallow it a little? I was initially a tattletale. Mm. That's not going to go far. No nope. way. 
Short shelf life. Short shelf life. If you're, any at all. Now Those you're are a play- teacher's friend. That's right. Those are playground demerits. That's that doesn't give you credit on playground. That's a demerit. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Scott, who could remember his last name, I cut him in line. Last thing I remember, f- seeing his fist come at my face. Wait, yep. Scott punched you? Yeah, Scott punched me. I was probably third grade. You, you punched grew, him. You grew up in Illinois. Illinois. Crystal mm-hmm. Lake. Yes, this was Crystal Lake. Okay. Mm-hmm. A suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So Scott punches you. Scott punched me. I went down. You got – he knocked you down? Knocked me out. God damn it, Scott. In your face? Yes. Jesus. Okay. What is the punishment in Crystal Lake, Illinois for punching a girl in the face in elementary school? Nothing Three. happened. Nothing okay. happened. I a pat did on the back. tattle, but it was a humble tattle. Wait, yeah. you tattled, he punched? Is that how this played out? I cut him in lo- – he thought I cut him in You line. cut – Listen to me. Re- re- repairing the story yes, for exactly. Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please, tell us what happened. I didn't cut him. Okay. <laughs> there I was. You were in front of Scott. He decided that you had cut him, so he punched you, and then you told someone, hey, he punched me? Uh, he punched me. I went down, black, blacked out. It wow. was blackness from then. Cut to later. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm awake in class. Uh-huh. Yes. And I think, I should probably tell somebody that that That's happened. not a tattletale. And then I told someone, and she was like, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's not being a tattletale, though. No. Well, if he stole, in my family, it would be. Really? Yes. You got knocked out, and you decided to tell an authority that someone punched me in the face makes you a tattletale? Are you dead? Are you dead? Well, then keep on, keep on Go keeping on. Go back outside. On. Do you think that makes – is that a tattletale, Adam? No. I'm of weak constitution. <laughs> I am of the opposite ilk from Jen is that I will – I mean, that to me is just righteous – that's just righteous to tell someone that someone... You were assaulted. Yeah, to tell but an adult what, that someone punched you in the face. You would punch back, I bet. I don't think you would involve any adults. Yeah, I, I wouldn't punch back. I would apologize for cutting. Mm. I would wake up from my blackout, apologize for cutting, and not tell a soul. And I would probably <laughs> lie to my parents about it when I got home, and I would say that I tripped like an abused spouse. I would probably <laughs> act like an abused spouse. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that that's how you would react. But yeah. I got to say, Adam, yeah. playing basketball with you and yeah. other things, this is one of my favorite qualities about you. Yes. You don't necessarily... Like, you don't play the victim. No. You snap back. I do uh-huh. like it. I do. I, physically. Yeah. Not just like if someone's talking shit to you, you talk shit back to them. Like, somebody was talk. actually physically pushing me around on the basketball court, and then he went up for a shot, and you put him on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I was just like. a physical fight. You and life, I have had a fit drunk physical fights. Yes. yes. I've punched Farron in the neck. We've discussed this. <laughs> but I like, <laughs> I like, that's, I, I think it's an admirable quality about yeah. you. Yeah. You don't. You, Maybe if you did back away from fights as a kid, I would say that you haven't grown into the person where you're just afraid of it. I, I do, agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I do have something of a breaking point. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but recently I was hel- – I was someone drew a knife at me. I know I told you this at Poinsettia Park, and it was like broad daylight, 5 p.m., and he was like homeless and addled, and oh. it was kind of a sad homeless situation. But he, I was on the phone with my parents, and I was dribbling a basketball, and he pulled a knife on me. And again, 5 o'clock, plenty of people in the park. I wasn't scared of like being alone and it being shady. But this, like, random guy pulled a knife on me, and he's like, get out of here, man. Like, get out of here. And to Billy's point, it just something sort of clicked. I yeah. did not feel afraid. No. In fact, I felt frayed. Yes. I felt <laughs> I felt pro-frayed. Yes. And, uh, not afraid. Pro-frayed. Pro-frayed. Yeah. And I, and I was talking to my parents. I hung up the phone, and I barked at him. And I barked at him, and I said, excuse me. Excuse me. And he sort of backed up, and the whole park sort of paused. They did? Just yeah. for a second, uh-huh, just yeah, for sure. like a second, sure. and I felt I was surging with fight or flight adrenaline, and you chose fight. energy, and I chose not fight nor flight, but I stood my ground. I made deep, scary, like Malkovich yes. and I yeah. contact with him. I call your bluff. What you got? What you got? And he was like holding his knife, but he was scared. And I'm here, and I'm 
ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was fighting or flighting, but I was ready for either. That's that's all you need to be in that moment. That's it. And right. I sort of backed out of the park, maintaining eye contact <gasps> with him. I backed out of the park, backed out of the park, backed out of the park, ran away once. I was no way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah. So what did you – did your parents hear any of it? They heard me bark at him, and then they called me nerviouser oh, than ever. They obviously, so scared. Right afterwards, and I was sort of my adrenaline was pumping. They're going to hear me say this, which is a problem. But I was <laughs> talking. I was talking with them on the phone, and I just hung up. And I, uh, or when they called me back, I was just like sort of calm my breath. And they're yeah. like, "What happened? What happened?" I was like, "It's fine." Weird guy in the park. You got to bark him down. Right. Not a big deal. Yep. Meanwhile, my heart is racing in my. Not a lie. Not a lie. Not a lie. Got to bark him down. Right. Got to bark him down. Wow. Right. Yeah. But I, I say bark in reference to you, Jen, because you, off mic, when we were coming here, you were just saying that there was an incident, which was sort of the impetus for this episode, at a mall that you had just yesterday? Right. Yes. Yesterday. And I'd like to maybe, if you're comfortable with Please. it, talk about that in the next mm-hmm. act. In mm-hmm. the, the next act, we talk about our present lives with the subject. Right. No surprise, Jen's still fighting. fighting. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Based on some of our fight stories, I will say... We got some badasses in the studio today, <laughs> dog. Are we gonna, all going to fight? Like, imagine fucking with this studio right now, dude. Like, imagine Come someone rolls yeah. in. Look who you got, dog. We're a Adam now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jen got punched in elementary school. Adam ran from a knife. And no. I'm moderating the whole thing. What up, y'all? Come to the studio. You know where we are. We're the no-joke gang. But first, we have to play a song in the act break. <laughs> so funny. Jen, uh, there's uh, we try and... Play songs that are related to the topic. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, does any song about fighting come to mind? Or is there a song that if you feel like you were going to actually go into a fight, yes. that you would listen to to get hyped up for I a just fight? Heard Honestly, it this weekend. Okay. Uh, perhaps you know it. It's Kanye West's Monster. Oh yeah. Whoa. Are you yeah. familiar with that? Very familiar. Am I an idiot. Of Very course we know familiar. Monster. Yeah. That's the one you want. Oh yeah. Nicki Minaj's. I mean, steals it. Steals it. It's all there. All right. Yeah. You're getting Love Kanye this. West Monster. Jen Curran coming with it. We'll be right back. We're gonna be fighting podcast. in the studio during the break. <laughs> Shoot the lights out Until it's bright out Oh, just another lonely night Are you willing to sacrifice your life? Bitch, I'm a monster, no good blood sucker Fat motherfucker, now look who's in trouble As you run through my jungles, all you hear is rumbles Kanye West samples, here's one for example Gossip, gossip, nigga, just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert Profit, profit, nigga, I get it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands uh, the best living or dead, hands down, huh? Let's talk more here right now, huh? And my eyes more red than the devil is. And I'm about to take it to another level, bitch. Now that who you going get, ain't nobody cold as this. Do the rap and the track, triple double no assist. And my only focus is staying on some bogus shit. Arguing with my older bitch, acting like I owe a shit. I heard the beat, the same raps that get a trap pain. Bought the chain that always give me back pain. Fucking up my money, so yeah, I had to act same. Shy nigga, but these hoes. Love my accent. She came up to me and said, This the number two dial. If you wanna make it number one, you're number two now. Miss that goose in Malibu, I call it Malibu, yeah. Goddamn, easy, I would hit him with a new style. Know that motherfucker, well, what you gonna do now? Whatever I wanna do, gosh, it's cool now. Now I'm gonna do, ah, it's new now. Think you motherfucker really, really need to cool out. 
Cause you'll never get on top of this So mommy best advice is just to get on top of this Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus Now she claiming that I bruised her esophagus Head of the class and she just wanna swallow shit I'm living in the future so the presence is my past My presence is a present, kiss my ass Gossip, gossip, nigga, just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert Profit, profit, nigga, I get it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. Conquer, stop it, stop your silly nonsense. Nonsense, none of you niggas know where the swamp is. None of you niggas have seen the carnage that I've seen. I still hear fiends scream in my dreams. Murder, murder, and black convertibles. I kill a block, I murder the avenues. I rape and pillage your village, women and children. Everybody want to know what my Achilles Hill is love. I don't get enough of it. All I get is these vampires and bloodsuckers. All I see is these niggas I made millionaires milling about, spilling their feelings in the air. All I see is these fake fucks with no fangs trying to draw blood from my ice cold veins. I smell a massacre. Seems to be the only way to back you back. Nigga, just stop it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. Profit, profit, nigga, I get it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. First things first, I'll eat your brain. Then I'ma start rocking gold teeth and fame. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. He addressed her from Milan, that's the monster do. Monster just a be healed, that's the monster show. Young money is the roster and a monster crow. And I'm all up, all up, all up in the bank with the funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't know that's my money. Ain't. Let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features and my shows ten times your pay. The DK for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's gotta climb it. Hotter than the Middle East and climb it. Find it. 20 my Tyrone, go T-Wine it. Wine it. Nikki, you wanna put it when I sign it. 
the side, sides And I, I wouldn't last these shows So I, I am headed home Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. This is Act Two with Jen Curran. That was Kanye West's Monster, yes. Jen's unofficial fight song. That is the song that you would listen to. I once got gets. into a fight, and yes. I had I had my fight song. We we knew a fight was brewing. We were freshmen in high school, and Chris Sabino, asshole, totally. was sorry if you listen. You were an asshole in high school. Truth. Oh, I uh, love it. Got to deal with it. <laughs> Um, he picked a fight with me, which meant, give me a second. I'm going to go get the Corvettis. I'll be right back. Right. (laughs) Went to the Corvettis house. Steve and Pat were there. Yes. That means that I win the fight already. Yes. And (laughs) before we went, Pat had like speakers that were maybe three feet high off the ground monsters. Yes. And he's like, we have to listen to Tupac's Hail Mary. There it is. And we listened to Tupac's Hail Mary. (laughs) And then we walked slowly back to the Golden Reef Diner. Chris Sabino, we just listened to Hail Mary. It's on, dog. (laughs) It's on. Sabino, walk away, man. He did. I think he ran and then we ripped off the decal on his car. Nice, dude. (laughs) Sabino went back to his house and listened to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. (laughs) I picked the wrong wrong song. Yep, yep. I think we ripped like the fake Jaguar off of his Jaguar (laughs) that threw it on Sunrise Highway. Oh, God. (laughs) We would. Yeah. Um, All right. Second act of the No Joke Podcast. As a reminder, we have Jen Curran in the studio today. You can follow her on social media at Jen Curran, right? On everything? Yes, yes, yes. On everything? Um, Second act. Yeah. Fighting. We're talking about fighting. Yeah. Now, Jen, we teased a little anecdote, and not to put you on the spot, but to put you very directly on the spot. Put me, put me right on you just that walk spot. us through what happened to you recently? I deserve to be put on the spot for this. <laughs> now, here's what I'll tell you. My mom already knows. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also what you need to know. She's proud. Yeah. Good. So that's where it's coming from. Right. It's not from a sense of shame. Yes. It's, I said, Mom, proud. it's Easter, so I sinned yesterday, but I'm forgiven. And <laughs> she said, what sin? And I said, I already took you through the whole thing. Yeah. She said, oh, I already lit a candle. I forgot about it. I don't lit count a that candle. as a sin. I don't count that. Okay. I don't count that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the tease. Jen, yes. what happened yesterday? Yeah. So my cousin and I were at the mall. Yep. Now, I am an only child. I have uh, four female cousins. Yes. That's women. And they're all dear to me. We're like sisters. The oldest one is two years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And the two of us together, <laughs> I would be scared if I saw us. I've, okay. I've seen you together, and it is a force. Why? Yes. What, just for the <laughs> listeners at home, why would they be scared of you guys she together? She's a tall, statuesque Greek goddess. Yep. She's probably 14, 11. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a height, folks. That's a height. Seated. seated. That's okay. a seated, and that's seated. Yeah. Very tall chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that tall, but I'm mighty. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Seated. Okay. Seated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and standing and laying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, she has got this cool confidence about her when mm-hmm. we were kids. We were just talking about this. When we were kids, she beat the shit out of me often, but I played mind games with her. Yes. How would she beat you? She's huge. But, like, how? Like, would she punch you, or would she just, like, We'd wrap you up in fight. a blanket and then just, like, not let you up? Oh, I see. No, it was not for fun. We And it wasn't to be like teasing. We would get in a verbal fight, and uh-huh. I was, sorry, Mallory, a little brighter at that time. Whitt- wittier. Could find the words faster and was more psychotic. So yeah. I could, like, make her crazy. <laughs> and she just would get a, get to a cap with that where yeah. she couldn't get past it. And I would get a whack right across the face. Open hand. A whack, a whack. Well, well, that was when we were kids, open hand. It became closed fist as we got older. There you go. Had my head thrown into a wall. Got a scar Jeez. on my arm, that type of thing. This is your best friend. Dear, dear, dearest, close dearest best. Okay. Yes. Yeah, relative. Okay. So you we guys are at the mall? phone out of the wall. It's children. We were yeah. aggressive. Okay. Yeah. We're at the mall, and we're not aggressive toward each other anymore. Now it's facing the outside world. Right. 
<laughs> and she and I both have history with this. Yeah. You know, I, we both have history. She was like jokingly trying to talk me down afterwards. She was like, Jen, I fought a man at Home Depot over a Christmas tree. <laughs> I punched him. So like who Jeez. could say I fought a man at what? Home Depot? Do you know what I'm saying? Over a Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. But like my own flesh and blood. Yeah. So we're at the mall. In fairness, you all love Christmas. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, yeah. you can't be fighting at Home Depot. <laughs> no, no, Sir, no. you cut in the line. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Right? Yeah. That's a scary place to get into a fight. Like yogurt land. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like a, a bagel shop. And... You're going to get mixed crowd. But I feel like Home Depot, everyone's wearing flannel on the show. A lot of two by fours around. A lot of two by fours. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Okay. So Mallory got in a fight there, but now you're at the mall. We're at the mall and we're there to shop. We're feeling good. I can't remember if we were intoxicated or not. Yeah. It doesn't honestly drunk matter. Drunk at the mall. It truly doesn't. I haven't been drunk at the mall since I was like 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we smoked a little joint. I really okay. can't remember what oh, the deal okay. was. Got, yeah. it. got it. Got it. I know that. You were there I together. I want to say I was not in my right mind, but guys. You may never be again. <laughs> I don't know if you've been for the last 10 years. Has there been a right mind? What is a right mind? Exactly. I don't know if I met you at the time when you had <laughs> right, said right mind. <laughs> Bingo. Okay. Bingo. And what I'm telling you now is it's worse than ever. Yeah. Okay. So I'm at – we're there. We go to a – we go – we spend a lot of time trying on various dresses. She's going to the Magic Castle. She needs a gown. Yeah. Yeah. Got to dress up. So got to dress up. Yep. So we spend the day. It's really fun. We Mm -hmm. decide we're going to go get food at the Slaw Dog. Yeah. I'm into hot dogs right now. Yeah, man. Had a Bratwurst reunion recently. Hell yeah. I'm at the Slaw Dog. Cool. (laughs) We walk up. It's an open air mall. It's beautiful. It's uh, in Topanga Canyon. Mm-hmm. It's open air. There's lots of cool shops, lots of different types of people. I wouldn't say it's all wealthy people or all blue collar people. Right. It's a great mix. Yep. Good Tons energy. of people there. Good energy. Yep. Good energy. Exactly. Okay. okay. Walk up to the slaw dog, getting in line, <laughs> slaw dog style. <laughs> you know, Mallory's 500 feet tall. She's yeah. like looking at the thing. She looks like she's about to dunk a basketball yes. okay. at all every moment. She just perpetually looks like she's always about to dunk a basketball. Exactly. Yes. And I want to focus on the menu, but I can't because there's a man, probably like 5'5", five, five, like little beefed up, yep. roid rage type dude yep. in a tank top. Um, and a ball cap sitting with his little two-year-old daughter who's sitting across from him, uh, full pink, like a very cute sweet. pink outfit. She's sweet. He's going crazy on the phone uh, talking to his mom, yeah. but yelling to yeah. his mom. And it's so loud at this open-air mall that everyone can hear it. So Mallory's focused on the menu. You're I got focused. my eye on tank top. <laughs> Roid Rage. Go. Roid Rage. Okay. <clears throat> I see you, Roid. Yes. Go. Yeah. Uh, God, I wish I knew his name. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Roid, Roid is fine. Roid. Yeah. Yeah. Roid is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So you, appro- so you approach Roid? Not yet. Okay. So I say to Mallory, this is going to be a problem. I could tell this right now. She's like, okay, okay. And she's toned down a little yeah. lately. Yeah. She's not looking to start every fight. Yeah. I'm angrier than ever. Can I just take a quick pause and zoom in on this micro moment? So when you acknowledge, <laughs> when you become self-aware, like this is going to be a problem, what does that viscerally feel like? Is something like bile rises in your throat? What is it you're like, oh, I'm getting activated here? What is that? <laughs> activated like deodorant. Yeah. But just what does it feel like to you? To me, I feel it like in my knife moment, it's like sort yeah. of shoots up my spine. I find myself standing very straight. My focus really clears. But what does it mean in your body to you? Yes. Like this is going to be a problem. Well, I get mad and disgusted long before I start fighting got it so i have this thin fuse of like you're behaving inappropriately and i get fixated like tunnel vision on that and my frustration about it and all i can decide is i'm going to reduce you yes i'm gonna reduce you yeah that's a nice way to put it oh god (laughs) and i don't have a plan for what if it doesn't go so it's not full adrenaline yet and i'll tell you when that kicks in (laughs) this is just like i'm right i'm always right i'm right which yeah which kind of brings us back to the fight for a second so 
I'm curious. I know how this story ends, but I'm just curious. What is like the ideal outcome? You're going to approach this guy That's a good now. Question. What is Thank your question. ideal outcome? That he's just going to disarm and be like, you know what? I've seen the error of my ways, stranger. You've really changed my family <laughs> dynamic based on you interrupting me. Like, I'm curious, like, what you, what world you're yes. living in that you think how this will play out. What world you're living in. I heard what you said, Billy. Yeah. Um, great question. Here's the thing. I'm not, I don't care if he's yelling at his mom. I mean, that's disappointing. What I care about is that it's for 40 decibels higher than it should be for public. Got public it. space. So your request is just be a little quieter. Keep it down. Keep it down. Not, don't yell at your mom. Keep it down. Just keep it down. It's a public Got open it. air space. Don't that clears things up for me. Don't yell at your mom just fuel for my fire. Okay. But keep it down. We're eating. People Practical. are staring at you. Okay. So I won't leave here. Right. You will leave. Right. So you approach him? Not yet. Okay. I Let know there's going to come a point where I have to say, hey, keep it down. Yes. Right? Yes. So I say to her, this is not going to go well. We order our food. We go sit down. And I'm watching him and I just know, oh, God, oh, God, here it comes. I just know I cannot stop myself. Yeah. And so I do this crazy thing. And this is what I do, you guys. Yep. I do this. That's why we're here. I turn my whole body toward him and I just watch him. Intimidating. For- five minutes while Mallory's in the bathroom. I'm just watching. I did this in New York too when people would be insane on the subway. My, what I wanted you to say is why are you looking at me? And right. then I would say, I thought you wanted all of us to look at you. Good. You had the comeback ready. You're trying to bait a little retort because I got the retort. Yes, got exactly. It. Adam nailed it. I'm already psychotic in <laughs> yeah. this moment, sitting yeah. there staring at a grown adult. Yes. Now, while I'm doing that, his sweet little girl, and I'm not looking scary. I'm just watching. Literally like it's a TV show. But that is scary. I guess. Maybe. He didn't notice. Good. His sweet little girl turns around. She, uh, When she turns around, I pretend like I'm looking at something else. Clever. And she is listening to every moment of this and obviously not upset by it because she obviously witnesses it constantly. Mm-hmm. So she's not crying. This is not bothering her. Mm-hmm. She's basically – it's as though a TV show's mm-hmm. on for her too. Mm-hmm. She's eating chicken nuggets. No big deal. Mm-hmm. She looks over at me. I smile. I wink. She waves. I wave back. We have a cute little moment. Establishing rapport. And then I decide I'm going to – that 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 pulls me back down to reality. I'm like, okay, there's a child. Yeah. Oh, that didn't last long. I don't long. want to cause a scene. That didn't last oh, long. Okay. Mallory comes back from the bathroom. We sit back down. We're sitting there. We're talking. He's getting so loud that you can't hear anything else. Mm-hmm. I know everything about him now. Yeah. He's thir- Mom, I'm 30. Uh, yeah. He's 30. He's uh, the top sales guy. He's the highest grocer Good at the you, place. Good for you, Royd. Nice, Royd. Mom, you think my fucking cousin is successful? I'm fucking successful. Good sentence. Loud. Good sentence. Okay. Uh, you came to my house. Approach this man. Approach this man. So I finally turn to her and I say, I have four more minutes till it's over. And what do you mean when you say it's over? I mean, I'm going to say something. And when I do, I don't think I'll be responsible for what happens next and next. Because it doesn't seem like a reasonable person who I could just say, be quiet. I'm going to try to reduce him soon. Right. And I know intellectually there's no reducing this crazy person. So I have to decide. I say to her like – and she and I both know this. When I press go, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Not because I want to. It's just like what are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. So she says, okay, that's fine. And you know, had this been my husband Kevin, he would have been like, let's go. Let's just leave. Are you kidding me? Relax. We don't need to be here. No, you're not. Right. Right. Because he's going to get hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I say, I have four minutes. She says, that's fine. And she says, if that happens, I'm going to sit here quietly and watch from afar. I said, that's fine. So we agreed. Sometimes we would both go for him, but we had agreed. Love the tag team strategy. Oh, God. (laughs) So I turn toward him. It finally has gotten so loud that people are looking. And I go, sir, sir. And I think he sees me. Yeah. 
And he looks at me and I say, sir. And then he has not seen me. So I say, sir. Yep. A little bark. A little bark. I'm familiar with And he bark. looks at me and I go, keep it down. <laughs> he goes, okay. And I turn away and then he's taken the phone down and he goes, you don't yell at me. Uh-oh. This is going to be a problem. And I turn to Mallory uh, and I go, that's it. Oh, jeez. And I'm getting up. <laughs> oh, God. And this is where the adrenaline comes in. Yeah. Now I have no control yeah. over it. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'm blacked out. Not. I'm not blacked out. I know what's happening, but, like, I can't stop it. You're grayed out. You're gray I'm browned out. out. Yeah. I will not be letting go until I win. Yeah. Obviously, he's a crazy person. It's tit for tat. Yeah. The same way he deals with his wife. He's saying insane things. Yes. I'm coming back every time. Yep. I'm a queen. Yep. I'll ruin his life. Yep. Right. I get up. I come close to him. He goes, you have two minutes to get away for – 30 seconds to get away from my daughter. I go around the table to his side and get down right in his face. Jen, that is dark. Okay. Dark. And, and, I'm and. I'm very close to him and I see his pectorals start twitching. Okay. And now I'm more in it than ever. Okay. And I say, I say, um, I'll make two phone calls. And he says, you're really disturbing me. And I say, you've been disturbing us. And then I went, Boom! On the table once really hard. Mm -hmm. yeah, that'll do this it. whole entire time. And he goes, are you done? Are you done? And I was like, oh, honey, honey, you're done. Oh, I love that. I like, love I started that. doing that. <laughs> I okay. love that. I know at this point I have to back up. He starts going, oh, God, oh, God. And I know he's stopping himself from punching me. Yes. Mm -hmm. I almost said to him, hit me. And then I thought, don't do that. Right. And I got up and I started to walk away. He goes, do your hair before you go out. I go, good call, bud. <laughs> I see him looking me up and down. I know I'm about to get a fat comment. I know he sees my wedding ring. Dude. And he says, what do you mean you make two phone calls? Is that a threat? I go, no, that's not a threat. Yeah. I'm just talking. Yeah. And he basically uh, then gets up, starts to leave. It takes him forever to leave. He's pacing around. He goes out into the mall. He's pacing like a caged lion. Yeah. Okay. Pacing, pacing. Mallory goes, now you can't say anything else because this will become physical. Right. He's going to come over this bench at you. Mallory's yeah. right. Mallory's right. Mallory's right. Before he left, Mallory goes, I'm going to get a soda really loud. And she stands up. She's 490,000 feet tall. Seated. Seated. Yeah. yeah. And she stands up and she goes, just getting a soda to him. Yeah. Goes and gets a soda, comes back, walks right by him. She goes, now I have a full soda. Yeah. And she said to me, this is to throw at him. Yeah. Okay. So we get all of our stuff. He approaches me again uh -oh. and okay. he says, you know, I just want to say I'm really sorry if I this, that, the other. And wow. I look at him and he goes – but you, blah, blah, blah. And I go, oh, honey. Mm -hmm. And Mallory goes, no, 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 no. no, no don't let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's so he's still pacing around. He's trying to find us yeah. around the whole place. Jeez. So she, Mallory grabs a bunch of bags. She grabs soda. She goes, I have enough to throw at him. We could bring a chair, but <laughs> I think this will be fine. Throw. And we start walking to the car. And okay. I'm humiliated. Yeah. I think I have done this. Yeah. I don't think he's the problem. I'm the problem. Everyone at the mall is looking at me. I'll get carted away in yes. security. So we get out of there as fast as humanly ASAP. possible. ASAP, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a... But I for sure, if he's already beating his wife, made him go home and hit her more. Oh, yeah. That's it's a deep regret I have. Yeah. And I did this in front of a little two-year-old. So yeah. if you were hoping to glean a lesson out of that story from Jen Curran, what would that lesson be, Jen? Um, you don't need to confront anybody there at the mall. There you go. There you go. There you go. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. You You've don't need been to... disturbing everyone, mm. slam, this whole time. Right. It was my favorite moment. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
That's Jen's yesterday. Who knows what Jen's tomorrow will be? Uh, We'll find that out tomorrow, I guess. Right now, we have to go to another act break. Okay. Uh, Another act break. All righty. Some more fight music? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was kung fu fighting. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) At some point. Yes. Uh, Anything else? Any other fights? Do you have to remember what music was playing at the outdoor mall at the time? How could you? How could you? I'll tell you what I listened to on the way home. Yeah, what did you listen to on the way home? home? I listened to Beyonce Don't Hurt Yourself. There you go. Done. Good. And that's what we will listen to now. We'll be right back with Jen Curran and the No Joke Podcast. Self. Huh. We just gotta let it be, 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 let it be,
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're here with Jen Curran. That was Beyonce, Don't Hurt Yourself. Cool yep. down music. Cool it down. <laughs> cool it down. down. Cool Bring it down. the heart rate and the adrenaline down. And Bring if you guys down. are looking to cool it down after listening to this podcast of No Joke, head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash No Joke Pod. You will find our new second podcast there. It's called Fun Size. In it, Adam and I take two similar candies. We put them head to head to see which one you should choose from the candy aisle. Yes. Once again, Patreon.com slash No Joke Pod. It costs $5 and it helps us produce this show. That's so right. So we really appreciate your support. Absolutely. Are you Thank serious you. about the candy? Yeah. That's, That's the... not a euphemism for something? Cool. We ready, boo? Today? I'll, I'll, I'll sell the episode a little bit more. Yeah, let's tease it. Next Tuesday, you guys will find out which candy you should get. Should you get the Haribo Happy Colas? Oh, the okay. Cola Bill. Okay. Colas. Okay. Or should you get Sunny D brand Hold up. liquid center gummies? So this is them? going to be the liquid challenge. We have soda versus Sunny D in candy form. You'll have to listen to patreon.com slash nojokepod in order to find out how they taste and who wins. I'm going to have to pay you fucking assholes. Yeah, you are. Not to spin up. I can, cannot believe Sunny D makes candy. We'll get into it. <laughs> gotta want it. Unbelievable. Yeah, got to it. Wow. One thing I find, Adam, is that you are attracted to the, the, the packaging of the candies yes. as opposed to their natural uh, competitive thing. Yeah. Like you'll bring in shapes of boxes yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm trying to counter that with uh, something stupid like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are beverage-based candies. Beverage-based. You got it. So so that's the, <laughs> the common thread. Yes. So one more time, hammer at home, patreon.com slash no joke pod. Yes. Now, transitioning from talking about physical altercations, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you have a brand new venture, yes. which is really, really thrilling. Let's and get this in. Very, very, very super exciting. Thank you. Um, the Ruby LA is the newest comedy venue here in Los Angeles. That's right. It, that's fantastic. Um, we are all so thrilled about it. And can you maybe just walk our listeners through how it evolved and how it came to be? Yes. Yeah, I have yeah. some questions. Yes, I'd be happy to. So the Ruby LA is a feminist and inclusive comedy theater mm-hmm. and school in Los Angeles. The idea being that we're openly founded on the principles of intersectional feminism. Mm-hmm. May I ask what that means? Yes, that basically means that feminism is not just for white women. Right. That lots of people experience uh, an intersectionality of not being a straight white guy. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're LGBTQ, mm-hmm. maybe you're black, mm-hmm. and maybe you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you're non-binary, and maybe you have a, you know, you're differently abled, mm-hmm. and maybe you, whatever else. That's called intersectionality, meaning that you have a couple different areas mm-hmm. of, yeah. I'm not sure what the word would be. I guess... Um, I get margi- it. Being marginalized. Be- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or opportunities where the world yeah. can marginalize. Yeah. yeah. And so white feminism is the notion that just white women right. uh, need feminism and intersectional feminism is uh, the, the more much more appropriate notion, which is that we all need feminism mm-hmm. and that it has to evolve based on who – is trying it on. Yes. And you are, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, are you an owner of the theater? I what am. would your title be? Yes. Owner. Owner. That's a yes. big deal. That's Because you've worked in comedy theaters for a very long time. Yes. You used to work at the Pit for years yes. in New York. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of brought us out to the Nerdist School here, which yep. the Harvard Sailing Team, which mm-hmm. we did shows for months. And now you've bought the theater? I guess so. It's so crazy. <laughs> but yeah. like, did you buy the theater? Well, so we haven't had to actually like put hundreds of thousands of dollars to purchase it. Basically, we're renting a space, and we uh, did this all with Legendary, which is the company that owned the Nerdist brand. Not forever, but they recently took it over. Well, they've decided that they're going to un... Uh, hit, unhinge, undisconnect a lot of their um, different um, assets. So... Chris Hardwick is not doing a Nerdist podcast anymore. He renamed it. All that kind of stuff. Got it. And in that, we said, 
we feel that we would really like to pivot away from you guys. We're not sure that this relationship is working for us anymore or that it's helped us. Right. Yeah. And they said, okay, that sounds interesting. What would that look like? And we said we want to do this feminist cool. thing. Yeah. And they literally said, which is unbelievable, okay, you can have it. Wow. You can have the space. I mean, we have to pay the rent. Right. But you can have the customers. You can have the podcast booth. It's all built out. You can have it. Yes. Sheesh. And they think they're like, great, get rid of it. We're like, cool. We'll take it. We'll right. take it. Garage right. sale. We'll exactly. take it. Exactly. Right. So four of us own it together. Wow. Um, Lindsay Barrow, yep. Randy Thompson, myself, and Ptolemy Slocum, who's more of a silent uh, partner in it. Great. Okay. The three of us are the founders, Randy, Lindsay, and myself. And we are uh, like the staff, the core yep. staff. We're spearheading it, but we also each own a piece of it. As a reminder, the space is called The Ruby. The Ruby. The web, does it have a website? It does have a website. The what website is, is therubyla.com. Okay, yep. great. Um, Twitter, Instagram handles, all that kind of stuff yep. as well? All Same about the thing, therubyla.com. And it's right where the Nerdist used to be. It's right at 7518 Sunset, right? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly where it is. Exactly. Do we know what is moving into the where the comic book shop used to be? Great question. So that just closed <laughs> last night. Yeah. Lockdown Comics wow. and Collectibles. End of an era. That's really, that's so major. So sad, I yeah. know. That's major. And we watched the guy lock it up and close it. We clapped for him, this sweet little intern. Yeah. He's probably not an intern. He's not an Sorry, intern. sir. He flew away because he's Superman because that's the break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we don't know what's going in there. We've heard lots of different rumors. We've heard a tech company. We've heard nothing. Right. Yeah. We've heard lots of different rumors. Not yet. But people, there is a rumor going around that the block was bought to make into a Gelson's. That's not true. Okay. Uh-huh. Whatsoever. Great. Okay. So people seem concerned about that. It's not the case. Great. We have our lease for. You know, the next 18 months, basically. Cool. Now, you are one person. I, I know you. I've known you for years. Mm-hmm. And I know your habits. And I know what you like. And I know what you don't like. <laughs> and I know that, for the most part, you don't like people. That's true. Human beings. Yes. You don't like when people call you. You won't pick. Uh, I, I sh- I'm putting this through my lens. But, like, I yes. know that you don't like talking to me on the phone. Maybe <laughs> you'll text back. And th- I'm not even trying to get a laugh. You don't like people that much. That's right. So... My first question when I heard, oh, you're owning and running a theater is, oh, now you're at the top of a tree of hundreds of people, and they're all going to be coming directly to you. Yes. And I also know you have a short fuse. (laughs) And I know that sometimes you put- What would make you say that? Please see 12 years of friendship. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Please see see the previous 15 minutes of conversation. And so I'm just curious, (laughs) like, how do all of these things align where it's like, I know what you don't like. I know that you love comedy and you've been working in this industry for so long, but like- Aren't you afraid that you might be putting yourself in a position where you're going to have to, like, care and be patient and not snap at people? And Great question. You can't be Jen anymore. Now you have to be owner. Exactly. And it's like that – that's got to be a little, I don't know, conflicting or it's something new. for sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean there's policies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't make jerk-off motions. <laughs> I can't say certain things. That's an adjustment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Can't harass anyone. Right. <laughs> But I mean, honestly, uh, like, right. just, just like, does right. I wouldn't want that job because I, like you, in a lot of ways, get overwhelmed by having to deal with too many other people's yes. things. Yes. And at my worst, I will start fighting with them. Right. Maybe I w- it won't manifest in the same way that yours do, but like, I will be some sort of passive aggressive with them or something, sure, sure, which sure. leads back to fighting. Mm-hmm. And sure. it's like, if you're taking on this new venture, yeah. the third act of No Joke, we like to talk about the future of the topic, yeah. the future of fighting. <laughs> I imagine that you literally will have to show new restraint that you've never actually had to show Bingo. before. Yes. How do you actually plan on... That's not something you can just choose, as no. we've learned in the second exactly. act. <laughs> so literally, how yes. do you work on making the fuse a little bit longer or Great whatever question. it is? I don't answer the phone. That's correct. Do not call it. Don't. That's not, why waste your time? No. 
The voicemail right. now on the new phone transcribes itself. Smart. So You're leave a message to... if you want. Now I will read them. That's right. I will delete your voicemail. Yes. Um, <gasps> as I've gotten older, I will say I like people more. And since I moved to L.A., I like people more. Oh, that's interesting. So I don't know if that's because in New York it's so overwhelming that people crush. You're just like getting through the day. Yes. And here a server will look at you in the eye and smile and my Midwestern roots are able yeah. to flourish. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but the other thing I'll say, and this is something I don't actually care for about myself, but it's true, is that I have this like separate leadership part of my personality yes. where I'm lovely somehow. <laughs> nice, kind, have all the space in the world. I don't like that about myself because why can't I treat you that way, mm -hmm. my peers? Right. You need to be under me for me to respect you. Yep. That's mm. sociopathic. I see. Yes, you see what point. I'm saying? Yeah. However, oh, whoop. It's okay. So, however, um, there have been lots of incidents that have come up already because mm. as you can imagine, especially when you're saying this is feminist or at the very beginning of me taking over, we imp started implementing the sexual harassment policy right. really aggressively. And so you have to uh, – here to those standards yeah, and then course. you also get pushback. Yeah. So I've had a lot of quick practice. I yes. had a guy in my class. I said, well, it seems like you're frustrated. Do you want to go in the other room? We could talk more before class starts. And he said, I don't want to fight you. And I said, I don't want to fight you, you either. either. So I've had moments yeah. where it's a provocative thing. I can only imagine. To, yeah. yeah. Last night, I was walking out of the theater. A guy, a crazy person came up. Uh, he said, I want to marry you. I said, oh, that's so nice. He said, can I make out with you? I turned around and said, with my eyes looking at yep. him, to basically be like, stop following me yes. on the street. Yes. Uh, no, absolutely not. He said, I'm going to masturbate about you eight times tonight. I said, okay, great. But as long as you're following me away from the theater and not going back there to where there's Jesus a bunch Christ. of women, right. uh, that's good for me. And I, kn I said this to Kevin, my husband, last night. I know how to de-escalate that. Yeah. Right. I couldn't tell you why. Right. Maybe I'm making calculations with the guy at the mall where I'm like, come at me, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I think that that's true of me, too. I, yeah. can, I can speak for myself, too, where it's just like you kind of just read the scene really quick. And you're like, somehow it's like it's, it's an unconscious decision where you're like, I have this one. I like this. Yes. Like at Montreal, at Just for Laughs. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember this. We did a show at Just for Laughs. We're all hanging out. Parents are there. Yeah. Yep. Like it's just like it's a pretty positive time. Brian yeah. Steinberg is there, like Smitty's old yep. manager. Yeah. And a group of vagrants throws like an oily doll. Oh, that's right. At us. And like oh it hit God. and it hit Katie. <gasps> Not hard. I remembered, but I it was forgot. like a dirty, oily doll. Yes. And I remember just being like, my parents are here. Like it's a bunch of people. Yeah. And then the doll was at my feet. And I just picked it up and I threw it right back at the dudes. Yes. And it was just like a nice good old fashioned stare down. Yes. And I was like, I don't know why I did that. And like, I'm totally prepared to physically fight all of these people yeah. right now. But it's, I think it's what you're, to what you said. Sometimes the gut just says, no, this fight's worth it. Or like, I can deescalate this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I really, the reason we did this is because I took over the Nerdist School and started running stuff after we had a really difficult year with a lot of issues that came up. Mm. And I, I I had this feeling where I was like, I got to perform at a comedy theater without major incident. Mm -hmm. Anyone is deserves to do that. Yeah. Can I create that for yeah. people? Of course I can. Yeah. It's not that hard. Right. And so I'm already in this benevolent state, like state, it, yeah. right? Um, I can't.
Nice. I can't, I'm not going to punch you from that place. And I recognize that I'm holding space for all these people that are looking to me to be like, what should I this? How should I that? And I know if someone had been like, fuck off, F you, this, that, I would have been like, what? And walked right out if I were them. So you have to have a different set of standards. Play the role. Yes. And I enjoy it. I don't mind it. I don't talk to them on the phone. I tell them, do not call me. Yeah. I'm not available. And I think that is like actually a way of like self-protection where it's like, we talked about this. Maybe I talked about it on Gabrus's podcast with you. Yeah. But it was one of those things where it was just like, avoid landmines. Identify what the landmines are six months ahead. Right. And like, if you don't want to do that, say no now. Right. You know, it's like, if you think that like, but you clearly with the Ruby feel like you're in a place where you can take on a leadership role and whoever you were, whatever fighting instincts you might've had or like short fuses you might've had, you're working on it through the work. Yes, exactly. And I think that's, that should be the goal. Just so you know. Yeah, I, yeah, think I, think it's, it, yeah. I think it's a really wonderful development, especially in the L.A. comedy scene right now, yeah. whatever today's date is, 2018, uh-huh. with I.O. going away and Nerdist and the, the sort of tectonic plaques of the L.A. improv world seem to be shifting a little bit. So I am so proud of you guys and excited and thrilled about the Ruby. And I think that there is – it is necessary – even as a straight white dude, sure. I am in. Enra- I feel enraged by <laughs> uh, a- actual rage yeah. about uh, how marginalized communities continue to be marginalized. How there's not space for everyone to have a voice, right. and that's a real thing. And that's a real thing. It's a real thing in comedy and in the world and in comedy. Yes. And so I in think- Los Angeles, particularly, I'm sure all cities have been really abused by that. Yeah. Uh, lots of people in LA are desperate to make art. Yeah. Very progressive, open-minded people getting shut out of these gatekeepers. Uh, I believe it. Who are an old school thing and it's just like you know you see on Instagram everywhere people meeting a market need for we need clothes for bigger girls we need this we need that well we need a place where you're not going to get touched or sexually assaulted yeah, right. and we can create that for you that's and right. where we're putting up shows that are in your likeness in your voice that's right and it's really something that feels so good to offer somebody yeah. because that's what everyone wants yeah so i know <laughs> the, the most exciting thing has been i can't tell you how many people have come to us and literally said I was going to maybe quit comedy and I maybe won't now. How about that? Yeah, right. Which exactly. Is like, How about that? Holy cow. They like the irony of this episode, it's like framed around fighting. And like for like 40 <laughs> minutes of it, like we talked about fighting. Yeah. <laughs> but like really, as we come out of it, it's like all of those fights and all of those like qualities that we had when we were angsty and short tempered and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's like we learned from that mm-hmm. so that when we want to create a community that won't have that anymore, we already know, like we yes. said, the pitfalls. And that's exactly what you're doing with yeah. the Ruby. Yeah. So one more time, it's the RubyLA.com. The RubyLA.com. You can find us uh, at the RubyLA on Twitter and Instagram. Great. And we just also just briefly say that this Saturday, the day after this comes out, tomorrow, April 7th, is the school assembly and it's right. like a noon to midnight all day long comedy yes. fest. Big launch party. Guy Branham is headlining. Amazing. Marcella Arguello is yep. headlining. Harvard Sailing we Team will is be headlining. There. Yep. Yep. Big so, fun event. So Stop if you're by. in Los Angeles on, what is the date again? Saturday, April 7th. Saturday, 12 to 12. April 7th. Look up the Ruby LA. Mm-hmm. It is right next to the space formerly called the Nerd Melt. That's right. Uh, great episode. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. Thanks guys. for coming, Jenny. That's, that is the fighting episode with Jen Curran. Ford, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>